0: To climb up on the roof into the, into the, into the window. This is a safe story. Okay. Same hotel, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. In her underwear because we were in the water holding our clothes. So there was these old kind of Victorian windows. Sash. Sash. There was a yeah. two-man job. One had to
1: hold it, like one of
0: the crawling underneath, you know. So one of the, the guests I never and I forgot that man told me nuns. There was two nuns in the room.
2: This is a GK Media podcast. <laughs> Danny Darcy and mom, Nora, you're very welcome here to G Community Studios for season four of Gary Talks. My pleasure. Danny, you left Galway in 1993, but before that you were involved with Mockness. Yeah. You were playing on stage with the Saw Doctors for the West
0: Awake gig. Part one, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that gig, uh, the lads probably do as well, I think with a few drinks before it as well, and my trumpet playing wasn't the best, (laughs) if I remember I never, yeah the Waterboys played at that is what well, I remember.
2: Cool.
0: That was 1991. But those were great days as well. I mean, when people left home, the, 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 the reason you really left home, there was no work, you know, that's and it wasn't just, like even signing on was a job. You know, oh, you're getting the dole, that's, that's great. You know, I'm moving back, what are you going to do? What do you mean what I'm going to do, you know? So I, I, what I found was with so much high rate of unemployment, what came through on a positive level was the entertainment, the music, like the busking. I used to busk a lot as a kid. Remember, mm. there's a story of my mom that tells me, oh, yeah. I must have been a 13 or 14, shot uh, Street playing. I was mm. doing that. Everybody needs somebody, please. Oh, yeah. And it was a Saturday afternoon and tourists, you know, were coming around. And there'd be had a group around me. I think you you and Florence were meeting up.
1: Oh, I yeah, was, every Saturday. Yeah. But you
0: cycle down and you, you're thinking, what's this commotion here, yeah. you know? And I was thinking, and I think I caught your eye. Yeah. And mom literally goes, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> thinking, wait, take at home. You, know? you, you didn't know he was busking?
1: No, another time you should be, a, uh, yeah. you were to school, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah, us <laughs> yeah. that one, Nora.
1: Well, I, I, like I, I'm I a cyclist, like I drive, but yeah. I, I love cycling. I always used to, with a group, we used to cycle out to Connemara and down to Nock and all oh. this. And I was going downtown and, and I was on my bike and I could see the crowd outside Matta Flaherty's like, it was like, I wonder, was there an accident there? So I got off <laughs> the bike. Nearly was. Yeah. And I was up on my toes wondering, what, what was the crowd looking yeah. at? And there was a brave Danny, like, and he. On a school day. Yeah, on a yeah. school day and he's singing away, playing his guitar. <laughs> and I put up my fist to him, like, you know. And of course, then, of course, I had to go out to the school, like, you know. And, um, and then the.
2: Did you split the money
0: with her? <laughs> <laughs> I'd tell what I used to give him. Yeah, so I'd be the only one you'd give it I'd be buying your yeah, presents. I'd be buying your presents. It was great for buying your presents you occasionally. Yeah, right? You'd
1: always give me something out of your yeah, box yeah, yeah. to buy in Moons. You always yes, used to say that's, yeah, to, yeah. Buy, but yeah. that's to buy also. a dress now in Moons, you'd say. Yeah. Yeah. You. Which
2: is now Brown Thomas. That's and Brown Thomas, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Yes, that's right. But um, yeah, he was, when I say he was good, easy for me, like I don't know the rest of them, like, um, He was a very free person, like a little like, I suppose, like myself too. A very fierce, independent, and um, knew exactly what he wanted. Remember, we would sit around the table and I'd be asking you, What are you going to be when you grow up? And you used to say. You still
0: ask me that to this day. (laughs) (laughs) You still don't know. That's it. uh.
1: (laughs) I'd be asking uh, your brothers as well and ask you, and you'd say, uh, that's when you were only small, lad. In football
0: movies. was my first love. Football, yeah,
1: football, yeah, football was football. But you're like you were very good for writing poetry and yeah. things. Like, I don't know if you remember that. I do, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I gave you the Joshua that you did did yeah. have. I found, and um,
2: was that embarrassing? Uh, as in, m- uh, my mother found a songbook that I've I wrote got, when I was a teenager. I've
0: got a yeah. worse of it, but you go first, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, when she was clearing out my my old room, trying to make. Space and yeah. she just left it on the guest room bed. She went up for me to look at, and <laughs> like so. I totted off all the comments and I started flicking through the pages and I yeah. just yeah. wanted the ground to open up and yeah. swallow me.
0: Oh my God it was just
2: so embarrassing! My first girlfriend, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I remember when I was a kid, I actually had a newspaper, didn't I? You did, a journal news that I had. Oh, that's
1: because right.
0: we used to live there, you know. Mm. And I used to like print it in the Rimmore School, yeah, eight page you know, I used to write and just tracing paper colouring yeah. pictures of people you know and I remember one day and the
1: price of food
0: yes but yeah. the one day then I thought for the crack just to just to get a bit of you know this is pre-internet days this is even before our lord played marbles yeah I never having a price war between the shops around yeah you know? and corn, to be honest cornflakes yeah, yeah yeah, the price of cornflakes and, and you know monster munches and mm-hmm. after eights or whatever you know but I didn't really do my market research that well I just kind of well, I knew the Ballet shops back then they're a bit pricey, you know, so I thought, yeah, that was, you know, eyes is a good shop. Duggan's is my favorite shop, you know, yeah. they were getting a great write-up, you know. But she's a creative war.
1: The <laughs> and one that done she was a friend the of mine. The one that done
0: a yeah. was going, get that rag out of here. <laughs> 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 I was only 12. <laughs> this is worse than the Sun newspaper, you know. Mad, yeah, yeah, never yeah. yeah, that. And then when I came home a few years ago, you found one of the copies that I you did. gave it to me. I was the same, I was thinking yeah. about it. And it was actually that copy about the price war. yeah. Like, yeah. And I thought like, oh my God. Just oh.
2: before people were ranting on social media about places. Yes. You, yeah, you yeah. were doing it in the Gazette. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and rather than putting photographs, I used to get tracing paper and draw pictures of people. Yeah. After, wow. Yeah. When you think, real Stone Age kind of stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You had great ideas. Very funny. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, I used to say like, what, what would you be? When, when you leave school. And you say, oh, well, I know I'm going to sing and play. I said, you can always do that, but what are you going to do for a job like? you know, And he said, didn't I tell you? <laughs> you know?" And then I thought, I don't know if you remember, I said, um, I taught myself then, when you were taking it seriously, I thought, well, I'll borrow the money. And I looked up the other pages, yeah. and I thought, there was someone in Taylor's Hill, that was a professional singer that would teach him to sing. And I thought, I'll borrow 200 I thought yeah. and th- that was a lot of money then. I thought I'd borrow that, and I thought and send him and he'll sing properly so I thought I had something to tell you and I said I've decided and, and you said to me you said to me what would you do that for? He said, sure, I know I can sing. You don't have yeah. to spend money at all, well, I
0: He th- said. Well, I think anyone can sing. I think it's, you know, True. I think yeah. everyone can sing. It's just different tones. Yeah, so You haven't met my wife. <laughs> She's Italian as well. Or she is. Something. Yeah. Jeez, She's a great a, cook now. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, people singing wise, I think anyone can sing. I mean, uh, like the, the Pogues, Shane, Shane McGowan, yeah. for instance, I always say when people say it to me, you can't really sing. I think he's one of the best singers ever. And yeah. when I say ever, I think in, when He sings it was Christmassy, but yeah. He meant it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Keaton didn't when he sang his version, yeah, that's right. And Shane McGowan sings it, and you think, and you can feel it's like, oh, but I
2: love the sound of your voice as well, there's a great grit, thank this. you, mm-hmm.
0: Chris Ria kind of vibe, yeah yeah, 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 that's right. I actually did, uh, but right. it's like as an
2: actor, you know, you have to emotion, um, emotion. Yeah, like yeah. you step up to the mark and you you say the truth. And I right. think when you're singing yeah. uh, lyrics of a song, you have to feel, of course, uh, exactly what you're singing. I think, and I think that comes through in what you Thank do. you very
0: much. I think when I'm recording lately, the last few years, was I always record by myself, one other guy in the room, you know. So I have full control on what I want to do, mm. which saves. Uh, Again, I suppose, it's in a selfish way, trying to influence other people to what I want to do. Do you know that? I mean? I played in bands that recorded it and it's great fun, but always the bass player wants to hear the bass, the drummer wants to hear the drums and the singer, you know. And if one guy, but the bass track is good, but the vocal isn't, it just creates havoc and it wastes a lot of time as well. So when I when I can do it by myself, when I can sit in a room for 14 hours, you know, and just, oh, you know, that's when you, you can swim very deep into it. And you're writing
2: your own music, so yes. it does mean something yeah. to what you put yeah. down. But basically. just get
0: the tone of the voice and, and the emotion. Yes, yeah. you can swim deep into it because you don't have to influence others in how you feel about it.
2: So, but, you know, a, a lot of the young generation coming out writing songs, and down through the years, all the classics we know, yeah. like so many of the great songs are love songs. It's yes. heartache and so on. Like, yes. like we don't want Adele to end up being happy because exactly yeah so many yeah, great yeah, songs. Yeah. As you have grown older, like what drives you in terms of the content of the music you write?
0: Uh, I'd say, once again, I would imagine being in my head by myself a lot. There's a lot going on in there, you know, in a, in a good way. Yeah. And I kind of, melody would be going through my head. Uh, you know, people go on about Spotify and the negativities but all this. In a way, you use it to your advantage. And I can go for long walks and top up mm-hmm. with songs like Van Morrison, Bob Dylan, you know, listen, great influence. And then you swim deep again in your own head and you get, you get melodies and there is combinations as well. I was good at you know maths when I was, when I was a kid, I was very good at maths and there's combinations of songwriting and it's like life. The, the opening line is so important, mm. you know, like it's like a movie, you know, if it's too drawn out, you get tired of it. The opening line is very important in all songs. Keep it not too complicated. And vowel sounds are very important because it's like a You're not just, you're not just impressing the guy down, down the road. There could be people in Italy or France or Spain, you know, like when I'm singing live now, you can do it. What's new Pussycat? And the whole crowd and every language you go, whoa, 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 because yeah, yeah. that's automatic. It's yeah. simple. So I find it's vowel sounds are very important as well, you know? So you kind of rotate if you have an idea of a song. Like saved the song you like. Yeah, yeah. I saw your face. That's a lovely intro. Yeah. I saw you smiling. It's a lovely minor to major chord, and it's it it sums up what the song is going to be all about. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how I would focus on it. It isn't as easy as it just comes natural. I'd rewrite it and rewrite it and think I might leave it. Going back in time, years ago, I'd be writing the songs, but I used to write them on a notebook like pieces of paper all around the house. You could get ideas, you could come home for the pub, Him in something and you write it down. But God forbid, like, you know, if, if I brought a girl back to the house, she thinking I'm psychotic. <laughs> these, like, these <laughs> notes everywhere. Like, yeah. I saw your face, I saw your smiling. <laughs> I hang on, I'm mean, what's to come back <laughs> to here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So now, of course, you know, even now the phones are great. There's notebooks yeah. on your phones. So that's really good if I'm on a flight or something and I'm miles around my own head. I find just putting in and the, those kind but of in be,
2: terms of the content that you write where do you kind of get the ideas for that uh, like the theme of the song as opposed to the melody but the the actual text I, of I'd
0: probably be I, I'm a good guy for looking back on what was good in life you know I think a lot of people mm. have emotion but I actually if there's such a thing happy happy mm-hmm. emotion and I find like I have great memories of going to Portland, Oregon back in the day I had friends over there and remembering the party, and we were going to Portland in 95 i was actually writing a song about it at the moment you know but going to portland in 95 and watching the sex pistols come back from tour and Glur were there as well and just and no like in the pre-internet days it was just like another world to step into and the super bowl was on at the same time just having the time of my life and of course they're the important bits that you remember in life you know like when you look back in Life, the you know, the days were brighter, summers were longer, yeah. But basically, they weren't. You just remember the good bits, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like people complain about the weather, the weather's always been bad.
2: Well, what I love is you always keep coming back home to Galway. Well, is for great. mom, it's
0: primary, you know, probably, and I thought Yael, it was me, but come on, well, you as well, Gary, <laughs> there's that. But I also, uh, uh, it's a great town. Galway is mm. like, you, you know, the word Galway has been really it's. You know what it used to be and what it is now. Of course, I feel sorry for a lot of people. It's, expen- it's dear. It's like an mm. expensive, so Don't get me wrong. But the town itself, for me to come back, like where else are you going to go? Back in the day when you went away, oh, you went to Holland. What was that like? You went to Berlin. Oh, I was you know go, 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 we're up there with them now. People come over here. Yeah, to call you know, and and I hear people saying, "Do you say your call was a great town?" And it is a great town. Yeah, you know, you know? and I find like like finding finding towards Knock. I flew into Knock Monday. I, I'm not biased and all that, but we've got your right to be biased because we're from here. When I landed in Nock, it's a different here, It's lovely. From the Canaries? Birmingham. Okay. okay. i from Brum. I was playing in Birmingham on the, like on, the week, on, right. on the weekend. And after the gig, I was telling my mom there, after the gig, met a few lads from home. And, and this is, we're flying to Nock in the morning. And I went well, the, the Dublin flight booked for the afternoon. And then I thought, i have to check my phone. a 30 quid flight. And they drove me to my mom's. I was telling mom, it's gas, right? with the gig I was doing on the weekend, right, you meet a lot of people and it's always nice to be nice to people. It costs nothing, you know, and people, hey, hey, Danny, great gig, great gig, Danny. And I'm like, oh, thank you very much. You do and you don't remember saying thank you, it's automatic and I'm sure they don't remember talking to me. It's automatic as well. It's just a way of formal of having a good night, right, and out of nowhere, Saturday night, the place, this guy, this person comes up to me and I usually don't listen to people in that way. I go, oh, thanks, you know, this guy goes, Martin is painting your mom's house Monday morning. And I remember this right and I just said, all right, <laughs> kind of, you know, thanks very much as you do, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you fixed? And uh, yeah. I said, all right, great stuff, you know, and I kind of forgot it, but I remembered it. And then on the Monday, the early flight, the knock flight and the lads, the two of my mates, drove me back into town and in, you know, what Don't Ross camera mom is. I seen this big van parked outside my mom's house and the lads says, who owns the van? And I says, <laughs> that must be Martin. I've never met the man before in my life. I said, that must be. M-. And he opened the door and I said, is it you, Martin? He goes, oh yeah, it was since I mentioned Birmingham there on the weekend. They're like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's funny. You know, thousands of people. I'm That's thinking, like, isn't it? And yeah. I said, when we were talking about that, were we? It's really yeah, funny. And,
1: and Martin said to me, um, "Oh, he's because he came uh, t- to do something, and he said, well, the doorbell has gone there. He, he said, you know, and I said, must be one of the neighbours. And I opened the door and it was a Danny. You know, yeah. and when he comes in, and and then he says, "If you Martin, like you know," and they were saying, and he talking to his sister?" Yeah. I, 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 but but this probably
2: good. reminds you then of old, old, yes, old where yes, everyone yes. knew everyone. That's yes. the way it was. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was lovely like that. People knew each other. It was more caring. Like, and the key would be in the door. Yeah. Like you know, that's the way Should it was. was nothing
0: to rob. No. You, know, when you <laughs> look at it. was a bit, the stove? Someone on no. the stove. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: but we were only talking about this at home yesterday, yeah. where. With primary schools that yeah. you know they finish so early, and yes. you know both parents are working in a house, and yeah. then you're paying for after school, or you're trying to get Course grandparents we involved, or whatever. Um And like, why in today's society do yeah. schools close at two or have three, four, whatever? When parents are expected to work so late, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that balance of trying to raise your children but work. But I suppose the beauty about it was is you know back then is not both parents in the house worked so people had time to get to know each other on the street whereas that
0: doesn't happen. I think you're right and I think also when we were younger it was kind of more carefree as well like everyone walked home from school. Mm. Yeah, Like everyone we cycled to school at the Jesuits we were at the Jez. but you'd be for your lunch like we lived in Renmore, say and cycled between 10 to 1 to 2 you had an hour and 10 minutes to boot home on the bicycle. To get your lunch. Yeah the the lunch and Probably the start of Home and Away, you know, on, on the television, you yeah, know. Yeah. And the minute the ads of Home and Away would come on, you knew there was going to get back on the bike and yeah, back into town, yeah, you that's know. Right. And you'd be booting on the, by the railway line. It wasn't even Tarmacademy on the Oh, bus- you might have
2: to go into town to play a few tunes instead. Mm. You that's know? It, oh, yeah, oh, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's it, yeah. <laughs> Your slot outside, to the treasure chest is, is there. We had uh, one of my friends, oh, I won't tell you, we, we used to have a, a night porter job mm. at Saw Till. I want to mention the whole hotel either, but uh, mm. when we were young, young lads and his job, his only job was this, was uh, he had to hoover the reception area and let, let the guests in, you know, that's all he had to do, you know. So summertime, like, mom would be in bed, I'd be asleep, but I'd sneak out and mom's bicycle, I'd cycle mm. out to saw hotel. you know, and i went go into this small hotel on, on the beachfront and... Uh, We'd drink a few pints, me and my mate, you know, we'd be drinking and playing guitars in the back, literally trying out concoctions of new drinks, you know, and all what my mate used to do, remain nameless, he'd leave the hoover on by the door, full whack, and every hour when he went to the bathroom, there'd be 12 people outside waiting to get in, and my mate would go, geez, sorry about that, we were just hoovering up there, like, sorry about that, man, And, and and these people, they were complaining about my mate. Yeah. And and then the owner of the hotel number one day I said to my mate, Geez man, he says, You've had a lot of complaints about you there at the hoovering up there. And he, Well, you meant you told me to do a job and I'm doing a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? more. So he says, But just, just don't hoover. I <laughs> know ah, no, man. You have to clean up, you have to hoover, <laughs> man. You know, I said, We're running a good service area. Like And then at seven in the morning I cycle back home again. Yeah, oh we think God. of it like, yeah, for oh, great man. days, great memory. There was actually once the same hotel me and my mate, we met these two young American tourists and we ended up in the beach across the road in Sawtail, Hill, right? And we locked ourselves out of the hotel. True story, right? We locked ourselves out. So, don't worry, this is a safe story. Man. Oh, yeah. and, um, <laughs> <laughs> So the only way we could go back in, me, me and my mate back in the hotel, we had to climb up on the roof into the, into the, into the Th- window. This is a safe story, okay. Same hotel, yeah. yeah. In our underwear because we were in the water holding our clothes. So there was these old kind of Victorian windows. So S- Sash such so there was a two-man mm. job, one is to hold it, one of is crawling underneath, you know. So it, one of the, the, the guests I never, and I forgot that my mate told me, nuns, there was two nuns in the room, staying in the room, and me and my mate were crawling on the carpet with our clothes in our hands, and I could see Habit yeah. at the foot of the bed, and I never said to your mate, I said, are they nuns? And he goes, I told you they're the nuns. <laughs> and I can still smell the smoke off the carpet because my head was shoved into <laughs> laughing, a <laughs> little crying laughing. Just literally I just yeah. drenched wet in um, a pair of skin. I was eight stone wet back then, like a little skip little pair of white fronts with me trousers and my clothes my hands, crying <laughs> laughing at this with this two oh nuns God. snoring in bed like really brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Those are great memories, yeah, yeah. Was he wild?
1: No. Um <laughs> uh, when I say was very he wild. It, very religious. <laughs> Did you hear that no. question right? <laughs> uh, what, what I suppose with the six of them? Yeah. And, and, and they all so close in each other's ages. Um, I felt anyone could have heard Danny because it was football and mm-hmm. his music and something to eat. It yeah. was never it never mixed I was always did. outdoors isn't he, he was out, always outdoors but he never there was never anything uh, that I had to fret about he always had lovely friends mm. and of course with with six of them isn't that the key though
0: yeah. yes we were saying that. friends yeah and we still friends. have the same friends well, Paul um, no, yeah, and and Frankie and, Frankie and yeah, Jimmy Higgins and, and
1: Patrick yeah. young
0: Jim was up yesterday with yeah. for walking around lovely you know and we've been friends for like over 40 years yeah, that's and right. it goes back to the GA days as well playing football and ran, yeah. ran more you know and the brass band That's as well right. you
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. And and um, he he was he was never there wasn't anything there was never anything that I had to fret over in that respect. It was he was doing his own thing at a very young age. Yeah. And like I don't know if I should say this. Yeah. The, the times used to take the, the Foxford blankets and and, yeah. and the tea bags. On, yeah. And you'd have a, and I, you'd, you'd take my the blanket and the tea bags and you'd shake it off and you'd have a gig. I don't know, Lochrey or whatever it be and you'd be Kinvara, Kinvara wherever you went yeah, to, yeah, yeah. And uh, you might find an old car in the field or someplace, and that's the right. farmer would come and chase you. And I said, "Where's my blanket?" Oh, he said, we had to leave it behind?" Had to because run. They had that's Kinvara. Fr- yeah. We were
0: actually, and I remember that day we was we hitched. Me, me and my mates used to hitch around Ireland, and it was okay to hitch. You could hitch anywhere. was Getting back was always the problem because mm. you had to go back home to base, you know. In Kinvara, in the Winkles Hotel it was, that's where we were playing and yeah. I know something happened and we were tent with a t- tent perched out in the field and there was a hurricane. It's the usual weather, you know. It blew the tent away and we were just, we got what we had left and we found a car, with a car door that was opened or whatever. Yeah. But we just moved into the car for the night. But jeez, I remember waking up at the farm where they were chasing us out of the car. <laughs> and I left the blanket It's the lovely, rich, expensive yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: Foxford, yeah. In the, yeah.
0: in the car and running off. I'm thinking, is it worth going back, you know? And he says, can I get my blankets?" Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. What was he chasing you with?
0: I, can't, I don't know, I think a fork or a gun or something. I don't know. He was just. He was more frightened than we were. Like, yeah. we're like We were like wild rabbits in the car going, mm-hmm. he looked at, because I kind of forgot where we were. Yeah. You know, I mean? ah, the more he shouted, the more we shouted. Yeah. <laughs> stop shouting, you stop shouting. <laughs> stop running, you stop running first. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: So 1993, there isn't much work around Galway. You're playing a few gigs when around town.
0: I was saying, that, yeah, I was in three bands at the time. The Real Men, The saddle or Cowboys, great band. I played bass with them. Sammy Rowan, God bless him, passed away. They're one of my heroes, role models. And a soul band I was playing with as well. There was three three bands. I was six or seven nights a week, I say playing. And I was in mockness. And that was it, that was like a false scheme, like the dole. Mm. And getting rent, rent allowance as well. It I was sent you mm. making more money back then than I am now. <laughs> I, just, I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> and and working in the Rochine Dove, pulling pines part-time, mm. you know. So the the day in there, like just meeting more people, you know. So that was just flat out. And then I got a call from Santa Panza. 13 Nelly's pub had opened and this again, pre-mobile phone is, it was the house phone in the Russian dove that kept ringing me. And I was telling you, I said, no, no, no. I said, back then I had these mad dreams of writing my own music and songs. And mm. back then it was a huge, remember I was saying with the unemployment, uh, it came great bands and artists, yeah. You saw Doctors, the stunning, stunning something happens, Fat Lady sings yeah. all these bands, water all boys well, water Big boys, just, yes, all coming out there, you know. And uh, and I thought, yeah, this is for me, you know. If, like
2: everyone in Galway with respect wanted to be an artist, yes, then mm-hmm. because there was such this powerful vibe of we can do it because everyone course. was becoming
0: you would you, the two choices you had was to be unemployed or playing a band, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what it was, you know. And even if you didn't get a gig you busked at least to yeah. busk in the streets but I never playing in Sally Long's I remember, I remember Paddy him. and me when we were young fellas bringing the gear in on the bus literally and you bring in the gear the, the, the Fox Amp
1: Shopping play, Trolley yeah. Get
0: the Shopping Trolley Duggan's oh. and leave it on the back because I had to wheel it back home yeah. afterwards into Ears Square running down to roaches <laughs> yeah. while Paddy minded the gear and then down to Sally Long's with the gear like do you know when you think of it yeah. Like, but it was normal you know no, no one complained about it and, 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 you know uh, 93 then came and then being asked you know, I think with the, with the influence of Ryanair and aviation holidays were, were becoming more active for people as well. You know, like when you're younger in the eighties, people barely went on exotic holidays. No. You know, you would just see your cousins in America. Yeah. That's as exotic as it was for some people. So 93, and I, I was offered and I said, nah, 1380s, that's no, not really me. The ring again. Will you come over? I think the hired somebody else. Didn't work out ring me again. And then I got a call one evening in the Russian Dove. And they said, look, just do for as a holiday. We'll pay accommodation. And I thought, well, I've never had a holiday, a proper exotic holiday in my life. I said, I can't go. And I needed a holiday, I suppose. And I said, okay, I'll go for it. And I went out there. I said, the first thing, I remember actually getting off the plane.
2: And was it to go over and play music or was it to To play work music,
0: in bar? To, to actually sing, to okay. play music. And... And getting off the plane, I remember the after heat. I thought the plane was going to blow up. I really did. Like I've never witnessed heat like it. Mm-hmm. Only till I got out to the other side of the airport, being picked up. I thought actually it is very warm, isn't it? You know. And I found even ninety three. It was more family orientated people on holiday. You know, to taking breaks, holidays. Where, where now people just basically take a two day trip or a three day trip. Back then, it was a two-week full holiday for everybody, or a one-week full holiday. You'd have the mother, the grandmother, the kids, everything. So very adaptable to to meet people. They'd be very loyal. Very loud. All the Galway people would go to the because it was a Galway lad and I'd be playing there. There was no air con in the pub back then. There was no back attack machines. It was a drum machine. and Everyone smoking. Yes, smoking. And the karaoke was a VHS mm-hmm. machine. You had to rewind the video, literally. <laughs> and give us two minutes there and you, uh, uh, the video going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, YMCA. Yeah. Y- <laughs> Straight back into it, you know but it was great. It was. It was so. You know, when you look back at it, the first week I was there, I found people were happy. It was a lovely, happy environment. And, and the heat. I would like. I like. I not be a great man for for the heat. I never took to the sun ever. Yeah. But I all, all, always found that uh, the heat made people happy. And you know. And then I think that the first week was over. Even went back. I thought, Jesus. I thought, it's a really nice bunch of people. i never meet them again, you know, that the next week I knew a bunch of people who were as nice as the other people. Mm. And I think, man, I can sing the same songs every night, same one-liner, same jokes, same stories, and get paid for it. Mm. And, you know, there's free beer as well, you know, but it was cheaper, you know, and just, you didn't have to worry about anything. So I didn't go back, I didn't come back. So. Yeah. so I was in New York in 93, met my ex-wife over there in Birmingham. She was from Birmingham. She convinced, well, convinced me, she brought me back to Birmingham. Which again. But that must have been another culture shock. Oh, for me, huge. It? Well, weather wise, anyways, you know. Yeah. And I'd say what. But Ber- there's huge,
2: certainly at the time, poverty in oh, yes. Birmingham.
0: Huge. Yeah. But what I found was I adapted straight away to, to the Irishness there, a huge Irish community in there. And to this day, you know, and there's a Caribbean Irish, they get on very well. And the gigs back then, it, yeah, you're right. It was still kind of hemorrhaging over from the 70s, 80s still. Yeah, no By one's I, happy there. No one's happy. <laughs> but I really got on with them. Yeah. I really, really, I have a huge admiration for Birmingham people, be a huge love for it. I didn't, and I felt, maybe it's just because of me, you know, but how I felt, but playing in bars and I ended up playing, buying a bar with a mate of mine and playing in it and thinking, yeah, but, and I got on the board there, but you know, be nice to, you know, I, I do, you'd get people having a confirmation or a Holy Communion and they'd say, I, they'd say to me, like, how much for a band and a bit of food for the confirmation. And I'd say nothing. It's fine. You know, cause it gave me cut up a few sandwiches and I'm playing yeah. a few tunes. It sounds exotic when you're asking, yeah. trust me, it's no skin off my back at all. You know, so you'd be playing the gigs and years later now, like nearly 30 years later, I, I get kids who are now grown men saying, you paid up my confirmation. You know, I remember like certain things, certain weddings I did, I remember <sighs> 2001. When we qualified for the World Cup when we beat Holland for, 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 for the playoff, there was a Birmingham wedding in Ireland, right? They came back, right? And I remember thinking, I got well paid for whatever. It was the same day that Ireland played Holland. England played the Germans that night as well. England beat Germany 5 1 that night, just certain weddings I remember, right? So during the daytime, I got paid up front. I had a up to, I got a, a taxi up to Lansdowne Road area and I got it, you know, I bought a ticket. I think I spent around 400 pounds back then, euros, whatever it was back then, for a ticket. And I sat in Lansdowne Road to see us, you know, and of course, you know, the hairs in your arms standing Mm -hmm. up. And there was old Lansdowne Road to be swamped back and forth, getting back to the wedding, like half cut. And I've already been paid, so I'm under pressure, you know. So I, I got back to the wedding, lovely people. Now you know the people at the wedding, just in case they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne is a lad, good, so lovely fella. Got bless him. and I do remember. And I came back, and i was thinking, you know, I need to sober up here, Daniel. You know, I was elated with the match; the bears were flying. Mm-hmm. I think I need to sober up here for this wedding very fastly, you know. But I walked in there; the England game on, so the wedding was held up even more. All right. And I thought, brilliant, this'll sober me up, you know. So the game that ended at ten o'clock, there was a curfew in the hotel till 11, I, I think when he played half an hour, <laughs> only a half an hour, I thought this is perfect. Right? <laughs> so I, 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 uh, I, never retiring. When I got off the stage after half an hour, the guy got married, he says something to me like, he says, oh Danny, he says, there's says pity there, man? curfew. I'm sorry. I said, I know, I, I was really getting into it, really fucking, really enjoying it to the end. And he yeah, yeah. And then he goes, he goes, uh, listen, we're having a session in the back, if you want to bring the guitar back. I said, yeah. Great stuff, okay. Give us five minutes. I was wrecked, like went up to my bedroom, just locked the door and fell asleep. <laughs> but I remember all I can remember is for around an hour, it was this, You there, then? <laughs> 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 oh, god, like, that was my memory of Ireland qualifying for the world cup. Wow. Yeah, yeah, very lucky in that day. you kind of remember dates like that.
2: And of course, we thought going to Saipan, we were going to win the world cup. I know, you
0: know? we nearly did when you think of it, you know, know yeah, yeah. Up in the end. yeah. My son was born around that time as well. I was born in 2002, May, just during the Roy Keane fiasco, mm. all that era, you know? And I bought a house in Santa Panza, then, and I always kind of had a feeling of moving back there, you know? So the, Because the kids were young. And was the bar going well at this stage? It was, yeah, but I was kind of, I was probably, you know, I look back and I was too hyper as well, you know, when I look back and stuff, trying to do everything at once. I think Santa Panza always attracted again to maybe when you're looking back in the memories, the best days of your life. And I bought the house there and I thought, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it now where the kids are young. Didn't want to be make a break when they're 10 or 11 with their friends. So there's and Spanish now, Lee and Ryan. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So we moved over, over there. And then coming up to 2009, 10, the crash happened and I was just, just a lot of grief, a lot of grief. So you just, you, you just have to make another plan B, you know, and then.
2: So you'd sell the house.
0: I, don't know, I think it nearly, yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of money lost in it and stuff and, and, and you know, stress and stuff. But I mean, no one died. You know, when you look mm-hmm. at it, like you just have to fight on and go through it and making plans. So
2: and and during all this then, because I know that yeah. you, you finished up with the pub after five years yeah. as well. Yeah you're you know danny's away from home mm. yeah so you're getting bits and pieces of stories maybe yeah. the 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 best version of stories where you yes. being the mother and intuition yeah. might know that you know there's yeah. more going on than well, what he's telling you, me well,
1: you wouldn't know at all because you you know you wouldn't you wouldn't know the details because i would be here and they were there and they're busy with their own children and their own lives and yeah. the, his brothers are busy with their lives and Life just goes on. You just get the nice stories and hello and I think we'd fun. be very
0: positive people anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, like if we were ever in a bad way, we, we, we wouldn't say it anyways. It's not in our genes, no, is that's it? that's right. I yeah. never, it's not, I don't know, is it a good thing or is it a bad mm-hmm. thing? But we kind of, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. As I say, someone has to pay for that light at the end yeah. of the tunnel. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's electricity there, you know. Uh, uh, I suppose I was kind of you were busy
1: every parent is busy when they have children yeah you know and
0: next thing then you're 40 years of age and you're thinking Jesus you know let's just make the best of this from here on in you know I was telling mom earlier on my my theory of life is like the chocolates the milk tray you know like when you're young you scoff the first tray you don't even know what you're eating yeah now we're down to the second tray and you're kind of well I'm putting on a bit of weight. I might just take at that one. You know, you're trying to make the best of it. Yeah. Maybe Forrest come was right.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, and, and then the irony too with the military is the is the heart is in the middle. Yeah. Of the bottom three, you know, and you're kind of appreciate them a lot more. Do you know even the biscuits? I find, if you know. Yeah. Years ago, you'd, me, you'd give me more biscuits on the plate. And now we're getting twos and threes. Thinking, <laughs> right. You want to look after your diet there, Danny? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah mm. it's true.
2: We do soak everything up at the start. Yes, we right? do. Yeah, yeah. So go back, though. So Santa Panza then, financial
0: crash. Yeah, I love Santa Ponsa. Uh, yeah, back then, it was a lot more innocent than it is now. Santa Panza for me, it was more Irish family-oriented. And then I find now, lately, I don't know, it's a bit tacky. I find it anyways, you know. mm. but I means a great memories, great friends, great people. Lovely island, like Mallorca itself is, do you ever go there? No? It's a yeah. beautiful island. Yeah. You go up north, Valdemosa, Soler, it's literally heaven on earth. Mm.
2: I know the price of property has gone up so much because a lot of
0: yeah. wealthy
2: people are buying up yeah. so much there, which again is hard on the locals because yeah. they're and being priced out of homes.
0: And they've got their own building laws there as well, you know.
1: Just like Ireland, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And say what was it, and then from from there it was just with the crash and then Austria, I, I remember ringing, I got a contact for a gig in Austria and I never skied in my life. Nick was his name, Jana was her name, lovely people, Norwich they were from, Nick very posh, Mr. Dase. Mr. Dase. you know, he's, I mean, skiing is an addiction for people that love mm-hmm. it. And there's a hotel in Austria, it was probably half an hour away from Salzburg you know, and Nick picked me up and we drove and I talked to ski. It wasn't great skiing, but I enjoyed it. But we lived, all the staff lived on the top floor of the hotel and I had a cave bar and an Irish bar and I played in this Irish bar during the daytime, the nighttime, then there was a nightclub underneath the hotel. And I did a few songs in there as well. So it was just insane. Mm. And I could be minus 20 outside, minus 30. Outside. And I'd be going from that back into Santa Ponza oh. to complete the body all over the place, you know? But uh, I remember we did, uh, I did the Sound sound of Music, Sound of Music, that that hill where... Oh yeah, uh, Julie Salzburg, Andres, yeah. Julie Andrews, where she sang, they actually do a Sound of Music tour there, When you hire a bus. So me and a few lads, a few Irish lads were over, So we got well-baked and we kind of, we did the Sound of Music tour. Mm, yeah. oh, literally just like 12 Galway lads cans of beer in their understand <laughs> standing on the cliffs going, Geez, yeah, it's so right along there, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was lovely. That was one, one one for the bucket list. Yeah.
2: And you're fourteen years now in Ten Reef. So what was the transition that brought you to? Uh
0: I'd say as a three piece band in the Dugner bar, so when I was in Santa Ponza was by myself. As a three piece, I kinda it gave me a bit more confidence where I don't have to rely on myself constantly and the other two lads I play with now this sing. So that's a lot less effort on on, on my voice. Be, uh, like
2: did you get separated before you moved to Tenerife? Like was that the?
0: No, no, it was kind of. I was coming back and forth. What I did in two thousand and nine, I stood the winter time in in like in the reef, and then back to Santa Panza in this summertime, but back and forth, you know. And then, you know, my ex-wife, whatever, she didn't really want to go to Tenerife or Austria or me. I don't know, you know. So it was kind of getting lower and lower. And the second year of Tenerife the 2010, the winter time. And it was just basically not that I was worried, I wanted to move to Tenerife, but also I was worried about if I lost my my job because they were holding that third place off. So every summertime the capital is a two-piece
1: okay. when I was in
0: Santa Ponza. And they said, Johnny, whenever you want to come back, you're more than about to come back and I, I did appreciate the loyalty in that, but I knew one day I, I couldn't re- d- depend on it. I couldn't do, do it forever for them to keep the job opened because it was just one more other guy that's going to take it all year round. So I'd say fully 2011, 12. I moved over there for full time, yeah. And just a lovely island, Tenerife, I think, mm-hmm. the last 10, 11 years has improved immensely. Uh, as I say, with the social media, you get, your, you get your wifi, you get your WhatsApp, me and mom can WhatsApp articles, and you know, mm-hmm. we're always, get me RT in the house, uh, it's, it's hot all year round. It never rains. Like, you know, it's perfect. And
2: but people are going to Tenerife, like you were saying it, with, um, New York and everything. They're all buzzing. They're on holidays. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you live there. Yeah. So it's I, not a holiday for you. No. So everyone associates Tenerife as a holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For your, for you it's as, different as, though, isn't it? As
0: a 12 month, uh, location, you know, for holidays, you know, holiday resort, it's different. Like. In the wintertime, you've no Mallorca, you've no Ibiza, if mm-hmm. you've no Cyprus, no Turkey, no nothing. You've only got the Canary Islands. That's all you have. So you you can actually live there. You know, you can actually have a lifestyle Let's Say, living in Santa Panza, the season would end October, the 10th, 11th, say around then. But what you will find is coming up to the end of the season, the restaurants, their their menus will be getting shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. They might say, No, we don't have that, we don't have that. So you're actually buying what's left over food. Do you know what I mean? You're thinking, you, you don't blame them either because of a yeah. business to weigh up there because they don't have work for five or six months either, you know, where where I am now, it's 12 months a year, Tenerife. So you do get the best of hotels. You get the best of food. and But is it enjoyable to live in? Because I know it's great as a holiday destination. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it's fantastic living. I find in the, in the wintertime, people appreciate it a lot more and you get a working class kind of group over. Like, you, you, you get people in November or December that come over there. Like, it's minus eight, nine, whatever over there. and it's raining, dark by four o'clock. You can see it in their faces, you know, the land and it's like 28 degrees, 30 degrees. It's bright. Yeah. And you can still get a bear on the beachfront for 90 cents. Do you know? All all Great for people with arthritis, with layman problems or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they love it and you can see it's like a, oh, this is brilliant. Where maybe, Santa Ponsa and, and Ibiza places like that, that's summer compacted, so it's too fast. Yeah, It's very like, if you're sick, don't worry Danny, you've only got six weeks left. Keep going, keep going, mm-hmm. keep going. Lassengers, you know, tablets, pills, injections, just keep going. Where over there for 12 months a year. It's fine. There's it a lovely, I mean, uh, summertime, I, it's packed. I got this month, August, just gone there now. A lot of kids and holidays and stuff. You, you, you rearrange the gig you know, with the GA during the Ireland, you know, you to be across the GA stuff. But now coming to September, October, you're, you're gonna get a lot of back to the builders, the nurses, the doctor. you know, working class people mm. who might have a four or five day break. You get a lot of stag dues from Thursday to Sunday because a lot of people get married in the summertime. So you get Thursday to Sundays, it rotates. Hindus meet people, you meet people from home, even I, I think I've met more people from home, being away from home, <laughs> than at home. Like, you know, like in town. And I'd say, there's like a few, few people you'd know, but from from here, who'd never speak to you back home. Here, you know, because they look depressed or down. You know, mm-hmm. you meet, you know, go, ah. then you meet them over there. How are you, Danny? You? Good, yourself? Different people. And yeah. but it's great to see, and I can spark off that completely. I can, you know, and I can automatically activate that. And you can, God knows what people are going through as well, you know, there could be a death to the family and illness or mm. or whatever. So when you see them abroad, I buzz off that. So my point is in the wintertime, there's more of a chance of you meeting someone you know, because it's the only sunshine stroke Irish-English holiday that, that you can actually have. But you must have an abundance of stories. I do, yeah. From living in Tenerife. remember one, I'd, like the early gig I was doing at the Dubliner bar and I'm singing, you know, and then, uh, I, I put a, a tweet on this actually, I put a tweet on this when it happened 11 years ago, the monk. Yeah. He was, he was in the Dubliner bar and when we start at 11 o'clock, there's not many people in there. There of eight or 10 people, then it gets, after 12, there'll be 500 people in there. So you would be, so what I usually do in the first hour, you'll be talking to people where you're from, you know, and I remember seeing a couple at the end of the bar I says, you look like the monk. <laughs> you just said it like that yeah, said, it, yes you do being funny how's it going I was like, oh, all really? right. I said, Geez, you are you, the image of the monkeys as I am like, alright great stuff <laughs> <laughs> and I tweeted this I, I tweeted this saying Geez, I can't believe I made the monk tonight the doubler and, and then the tweets went viral when he came out yeah. when he got Free there two, oh, two recently, months ago. Yeah. Someone put it on the papers, and Did it was a Sunday world. Tenerife musician Danny Darcy. Yeah, my friends yeah,
1: were very uh, it to me.
0: And people said, to me, "Yeah." And mom said to me, "Did you see the monk class?" And oh. he's only out of prison. Yeah, so I just hope like from him. eleven years ago. Wow. Yeah, that's the that's yeah yeah yeah.
2: But, and you you mentioned Ricky Hatton. you Your good friends at Ricky. Very good
0: at Ricky. Yeah, great friends at Ricky. I met Ricky probably fourteen years, just when I came over there, and uh, I, I suppose. He's into music, you know, and my love for sport, I like boxing, I love boxing like as well. And I met him over there in the bar, which just, for some reason just clicked. And he likes a pint, I like a few pints, you know, But great, great, great fun. But then it just bonded more and more and more and just got on really well. And he's a few properties over, over, over there. Okay. And he comes over there probably three or four times a year. He comes over for the month of August. And he's a great lad. He's a very good lad. I think he's one of my best friends. He would be. I did the gig in Birmingham on the weekend, the Van Morrison gig, the, the, the Irish Park yeah. Fest. But Ricky brought me on. Ricky came down for it, you know. But he said some really nice words about me, you know. He said see you know, helped me through his hard times and all this, which I didn't realise. He was, you know, you know.
2: Yeah, but well, he has struggled with alcohol yeah, as well. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said on stage as he doesn't realise. He said to Danny says, you know, he doesn't mean as much he's helped me over the years mm. which is very nice of him. yeah but anybody I, I was playing i was telling mom there that the van was on from half eight to ten i was on from ten to half to ten half an hour gig ahead. there was a curfew at half ten you'd be fine if you went with a curfew so i'm up on stage with ricky because ricky's gonna bring me on i'm watching van van is 20 he's brilliant he's the best i've seen him he's just absolutely to be you know what i was looking I'm thinking, my God, like, this is just the best feeling yeah. ever. You know, I've got a lot of good days, you know, and next thing I got kind of to kind of push a guy walking on stage behind me, kind of pushed into me, Ronnie Wood for the role on st- yeah. He came on stage, but he kind of breezed p- p- by me, you know, and I said, like, that's Ronnie, that's Ronnie Wood, you know, so they're, they're playing there and. Ten o'clock comes, they're still playing, you know. So now they're getting into my time, mm. but I didn't really mind. Look, it's Femi Morris What I'm going to do, you know? And he's brilliant. He was absolutely stunning, brilliant. Next thing, like it's it's like ten past ten. I'm thinking, I'm probably not even going to get on here now. And then they've finished up, so they walked off. So I'm running on to get on to set up. And Ricky's doing a speech, really nice speech, you know. But I'm looking there's a a clock on my right hand side. Sixteen minutes left, like. And Ricky, I remember the first time I met Danny, and they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Rick. But it was good. So I did two or three songs and okay. got through it. It was great. But remember when I went on, I was saying to you, that I've, I'll show you the pictures there, I've got sent. Like I'm there, the pressure of going on really fast, but I just, yeah. using your positivities, you using your Irish accent, yeah. I just put my hands up in the air and I went, how are you fixed? <laughs> <laughs> and that just killed all the nerves for everybody. Yeah, so yeah. we started playing, so it was good, yeah.
2: Interesting that you're talking about this because we've been to Tenerife a few times and yeah. every time you you come back home to the west of Ireland, it's like, oh, yeah. if we could only buy a yeah. little holiday home for ourselves over there. And I remember I, I was messaging you as well right. about yes. different things, uh, asking yeah. for advice uh-huh. whatever, and you were coming back and I was saying in my head, but I hadn't said it to you because yeah, yeah. I knew you were, you know, yeah. a musician. I was thinking, God, Danny should get, mo-. you know so much yes. about mm. the islands, you should get into real estate.
0: People, yeah, yeah I think people what I see with people, in, well, you get a lot of people there, they're too loyal. And, and and again, it goes back to your first point about withering away with drink. Like, pr- prices of property are very expensive in Las Americas, Christianas. But people get very loyal where they go, like, well, my local is the pig and whistle I drink in mm. there. And Mary likes to get her nails done in Sophie's every Wednesday. And I'm thinking, is that it? Do you know, like, you, you might pay four or 500,000 euros for a two-bedroom apartment. If you get a 15-year taxi ride out of town, you could more than half that but people think it's the other side of the world. Like the amount of people I brought around, like to come over, Ricky as well. Ricky's been over for years. He said, what's the name that Tony brought me to last year? You know, can we go back there? You know, think of Ricky's been here for 20 years. You don't even, you know, not in a bad way. it's yeah, like yeah. his fault. So on the outskirts of people, beautiful towns, really good, good for value. And again, you, you get your, you can get a three course meal there for 10 50. I was telling you the price, price mm. the menu there, you know, 10.50, or three course meal, watch the sun go, go down and and, just, in, yeah, positive, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Definitely can happen, yeah.
2: So if people want to get a little place in the sun for themselves in Tenerife. Them
0: I've uploads, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course it would, yeah. Contact me. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Danny Darcy, Properties as well, that's the website, dot okay. com. There as well.
2: So you're 14 years playing in the Dubliner now yes. in Tenerife, which is probably one of the biggest Irish pubs. Around. I think, I
0: think in the world. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure because I'm there, but and the gala corner upstairs, when we, it's just eloped into this this huge industry, like it's, it's massive, like yeah. we like we like we don't get quiet Sunday or Monday nights. It's not like oh, it's quiet. It's not. I don't even know what day of the week it is half the time. But you do six nights a week in there. Six nights, eleven to three in the morning. <laughs> I know. Crazy? But then again, you know what? Me, it's kind of. I've learned over years because I've been at this job nearly thirty five years now, and I'm thinking, you, your whole con concept of day and night is just basically day it's bright and dark that that's what it is say when, when i go to work at night time it's bright out when i come home it's bright out like i don't have to heat my house because c- it's always warm uh only if my living room light bulb goes i start checking the other light bulbs because you never use them mm. you know one light bulb goes and they can i have to go to the hardware store repair this i may as well just check the other ones like because you never use them you know yeah. you know so uh yeah, the late night, you just get it. I mean, it could be worse, I suppose. And in a good way, maybe with me, it keeps you on the straight and narrow as well that I can't be drinking in the daytime because I wouldn't be able to work at night. Yeah, you, yeah. you just can't do it. Yeah. Maybe when you're a young lad going to Santa or you know, and you're a young fella, of course, you, you're, the money wasn't as good, but and the manager, oh, he's a young fella, he's out with the girls, he's grand up, but now you can't just be professional as you can. What you?
2: about then when friends come over and visit you? Should they I, all want to go out with you then afterwards?
0: Well, it's great. And then you get people saying, I was out with Danny Darcy last night. They probably were, but I finished at three in the morning and I'd have a pint with them for, for an hour, which yeah. is fine. Uh, I get one night off a week and I'd I stay out of Las Americas. i probably last Christiana as I go down that side. it's probably restaurants stairs, sushi restaurants, steakhouses, you know, a few friends that come over. We go for. A, I'm more so now into food and wine, you know, and having a chat, you know, and being home at a respectable hour. Yeah, and get the rest. Being home
2: at four a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Getting the rest in as well. The summer I said I'd even go out. You know, I think that nah, couldn't be you no. Know, there's football on the telly or something. I got to watch that and go, go out to bed. But then the next day, you kind of reform to it. You know, you 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 can kind of w- w- wake up the next day and you feel it late. You feel, geez, I'm ready again, just because. Uh, what I personally think when you have a day off, it isn't the day off that actually attracts you. It's the night before the day off, isn't it? Yeah. You get excited. Yeah. You're going to work knowing, oh, fucking the work ends. Yeah. Then the day off happens. You wake up and think, like, is this it? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. No, you know, well, I I'm just back go. to work tomorrow. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no. I, I might just go back to bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, oh, I, I, a well, lot that's of people, intense though. Yeah.
2: Noah, listening to Danny telling his story, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to, young mothers out there it's a great question
1: well, it is a great question I think the advice would be really is to keep in good company and um, and, and and to be happy that, uh, you know um, Danny you always had the freedom of mind to do what you wanted to do so did your brothers it's not that I gave it it was the way it was I didn't argue with it like it's what you wanted to do your brothers did what they wanted to do you know and I would be that way minded myself um I'm a I'm a very calm, peaceful person myself, and I think uh, we get on very well, don't we, Dan?
0: Yeah, yeah. but mannerly as well. But oh, mannerly! mannerly oh, we... yeah,
1: manners is top of the class. Yeah, yeah. Manners is very. I never brought
0: very... the guards. I never brought the guards to our door. Oh
1: no, no! Uh, to have manners. And, you never and caught you... me. <laughs> no, but it, I, I really think manners is very important because no matter how well educated, if you haven't manners, of course, you really um, you you haven't everything. Yeah. You know that's what I think, and be happy. That's what I think it is really. And have empathy and understanding of other people because they may not have had a good day. So and be kind. Yeah. You know, I think yeah.
0: I think now with young people, we were saying the last day, the pressure on young people now, like I have kids, my kids are growing up now, but this and, and again it goes back to my original point like earlier on, too much processed rubbish to be influenced on. Like when we were young to busk,
1: yeah.
0: Patty and me, we used to be go busking you Know there's, there's a picture of me, you know, we were on about it the last day and saw a in Sawtail and the Wimpies. Sitting yeah. of yeah. I'm around 15, busking, sitting down after the, it was race week. Paddy's with me, Paddy's fixing the guitar, a guitar string of the guitar, and I'm streaming. But I what I noticed about the picture was there's a big hole in my shoe, <laughs> and I had a big smile on my face yeah. because it doesn't matter, you yeah. know. Where now the kids, I feel you know, it's getting very bottlenecked, very tight, where it's like. Is phones, fashion, social consciousness, Yeah, and everything is like, oh Jesus, I hear you had a baby. Oh, isn't she gorgeous? You know, Jesus, I hear you got a new car. Oh, I've seen it on Facebook. And people, like we're past that stage in our age. We're fine. We buy a car because we need a car, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we've we we, we we've everything planned and rotated. But you get people now with kids, and, and I worry, you know, and this is why I find suicides and mental illness is because, again, as I said, if in doubt, just go back to the foundation of what made you the person you were as a kid, do you know that's when you were happy because there was, no matter what has ever happened in your life, there was a time where you were happy. Mm. And if you can reprogram, and as I say to people, you can start again, Yeah. And start again. There's no way if, if people feel that low under pressure, and if you start again, you automatically start them off the mental boxes in your head going, I don't need this actually, I don't need this I don't need this, so I I find that as well with kids, it's it's a lot Yeah, it's
1: communication, wanting
0: too much of nothing it's nonsense a lot of it
1: I think they lack communicating I mean they don't know they do lack it
0: like I even find Mm. they're uh, playing live I I don't know, since the lockdown a lot of younger people have lost the form of conversation really Mm. so like even Mm. when they ask me for songs now they don't even ask me they have the name of the song on the phone and they shove it in your face. Do you know, they don't even have the art. They te- I,
1: tell you, they don't But, 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 I, but I don't know,
0: is this because of lockdown where they couldn't speak to anybody or inter- interact? When my son went to college there, university, at the start of lockdown in, in London, like he didn't get a freshers week, you yeah. know, he, he didn't get any of that. So his first two years was diluted away from anybody really, which is very tough. So,
2: but it's funny though, it, like yeah. at a bus stop or even in a GP's, yeah. you know, first thing people do when they walk in or sit down is they take out the phone. Yeah. And, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. and I always purposely keep yeah. the phone in my pocket. If I have someone, we would say maybe my age or older sitting beside me Course. because I know there's a chance of a conversation. That's yes. Right. Perfect. Um,
0: a bit of respect as well. Yeah.
2: But yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I suppose, if you know,
1: it's so lovely if someone asks you, how are you? The simplest thing, like yeah, and when our younger person say hello, and wait for the answer. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: I never there with the football when we got beaten at the Mayo game, calling Mayo like, like I don't know. I'm fi- you know my age, fifty now. I got really down about it. Like that's my probably low side. Mm. Like I can't go. It's I mean, too, I'm thinking about not watching Gaelic football anymore. That's a bad effect. And then I, I was going into work, and one of the guys, you know, he said to me, he says, "Are you okay?" And I went, "No." <laughs> literally, usually I'd lie and say, "Yeah, yeah. Grant." I say "No, yeah. I'm literally on my backside here." You know, yeah, yeah. when you think of it, like you know, but again, yeah, there's
2: another season.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> another, I'm emotional. I'd be always kind of about my three or four weeks off a year yeah. when I fly back. I'm usually, with mum, the Christmas and dog, but I'd be always penciling in a Crow Park weekend, mm-hmm. looking ahead the team, the fitness levels. But now, with the season getting so confined, we're going to pick up a lot more injuries, and everything yeah. could end like that. You know, we could be we could have a great team, and next week, four of the players are gone, yeah. So, I'm always looking at it thinking, I love my trips to Crow Park. That's another that's a, to look forward to, you know. It's lovely to go into Craw. and meet half the call of people there that mm. I know mm-hmm. and the crack of the pints. And if we win, I'd stay up in Dublin for the night. If we lose, I'd want to spend a bean in Dublin out <laughs> the gap, out the gap, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, look, at thank you,
0: thank you, Gary, for coming in it. to the studio uh, today, and it's been a great experience for me and mom isn't oh it, mom? yes
1: the first time ever in my life
0: wasn't it brilliant the first it, of many hopefully it'd be thank a capsule for you. me and for you, man for years to come when yeah. we're well gone when my kids are their kids that they're their kids they might say that's my granddad there and that's my great grandmother there you know yeah and they might go jesus that's how call it was about yeah that's I, what i thought and that's absolutely. why i invited you yeah because mom is a great story to tell and she's great company you know and We'll be, we'll be talking about this for a long long, long time now.
1: That's right, yeah. yeah. We've a great crack all together, like, you know.
0: Really appreciate that, Gary. You're very, very kind. Thank you. Thank you. And thank also, you. Gary, thank you for all the music of mine that you've played over, over the years. It's been great. Very, very good My to pleasure. me. pleasure. Very good to thank me. You know, That's another, side you know, I, I always found that, as you were saying, Irish music should be promoted a lot yes, more. Yes, yeah. not, not just with the mainstream bands, but uh, you you did some great jobs. And I was like, so you, that actually kept me going as well. Yes. Like when you were playing my songs and all BFM AFM back, back in the day, it was great to know and, and you were very professional to put them on, online the, the list of songs. I was involved with the frames and all this yeah, thing. Yeah, and like yeah. this is a good list of people to be involved with. And that just, it, that, that ignites a lovely little uh, personality of, you know, of, of songwriting and music ship where people go, oh, oh, I want to know the frames, Jenny Darcy, they tune into that, you know, mm. so that was a great support from you. Not many had it. No. Like even... The radio stations, you know, 2FM and all that, there's not a chance to play. No.
1: No,
2: it? no. It, but it's just, it's extremely disappointing. I worked in radio for years. Yeah, and yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Um, I'm out of it now a few years, but there isn't enough support no, of Irish music. No. And there wasn't enough uh, during COVID either when there should yeah. have
1: been. And why, I wonder? Just because we're influenced
0: by England, Britain and America. It's, you know, but there should be, as I say earlier on, there should be a law. There should be actually a law saying seventy percent of music has to be Irish. Yes, mm. agree. constantly. And trust me, people are easily influenced.
2: Because I can tell you, and you know yourself, there's enough good Irish music oh, out horse, there. There is, is. and yeah. I,
0: yeah, and that's what we are. It's who we are and why we are. You know, yes. yeah. we're not Bon Jovi. <laughs> 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 you, know, you know, you know, yeah.
2: No, thanks so much. Thank for you, Gary, yeah. ever yeah. so much. Really
0: enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you
1: very so much. Thank you very much.